Milwaukee, it's Movie Chatter. Welcome to Movie Chatter Podcast, episode 211, I think. I'm Dave. I'm Don. I'm Bill. I'm Kelly. I'm Nick. And I'm Tim. All right. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for having house. Full house. Full house for sure. Six mics. No no COVID. (laughs) That's got to be the title of this one. Six mics. Yeah. Yeah, Six. it's gonna be hard to get a word in edgewise, right? We'll Don do all the talking. Welcome, welcome. How Thanks. was the drive? Of course, it had to snow a little today. It was all right. Yeah. You guys had majority of the snow, but we had a lot of rain, mm. so we're not quite cold yet to get yeah. that snow sticking. But uh, it was okay. You know, good, good. we're we're used to it. Right. I think being out here. Are you just visiting Tim? I drove up today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Tim met at my place yeah. when we both came oh, together. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna hang there tomorrow, probably. Or tonight. 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 Then Nick's yeah. going to kick me out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It's a lot of traveling. Thanks a lot for coming way yeah. down. You sure appreciate having you. Up. Podcasters, mm. filmmakers. Yeah. That is yeah. Us. <laughs> How's the filmmaking business going? It's going. It's going. It's actually a lot of fun. Like, it's, it's interesting because of how things have changed, like, in the big professional scape of, like, m- making movies with COVID. It's, you know, mm-hmm. and, but it's nice at the same time because small filmmakers like us starting out, we can kind of do our own thing. And you mentioned a little earlier about Netflix kind of becoming a platform for so many people. Like, it's fun to think of some of the things we can do with some of the ideas we have to, like, make movies, but then we have all these platforms to maybe share them. But you can get and, it out there. And still get it out there. Mm-hmm. Not just not just get it out, like, just for people to view on YouTube, but to maybe sell and actually make money, mm-hmm. too. So it's fun to think about, like, some of the things we can do. So Sushi was, like our first step into that world because like we really got a sense of not just making a movie outside of film school but the business end of it you know like we're going to start looking into festivals soon and uh uh and 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 see where that could take us but then also really think about like you know how can we maybe sell the movie if we want to distribution Mm -hmm. yeah yeah do distribution like you said and and yeah so it's it's cool it's really fun what did it feel like to have the responsibility of all that money all of a sudden everybody donated all this cash and you're like wow yeah it was a lot <laughs> it was a lot <laughs> well because I, I remember the first week we had the campaign up and we we're like oh we'll probably get like a few hundred and then i texted them a week later i'm like we're already over two grand like it was know. crazy we didn't expect it we didn't how, expect much, it how much did you need seven thousand it was yeah we were just we got just over before before the before month the came up yeah wow. it was like a few That's days awesome. it was like amazing many, Couple days before we were gonna drive up to Valparaiso to start shooting. Yeah, and that money covers soda. I would imagine <laughs> it covers soda. It, it, One per day. <laughs> yeah, we have some really interesting stuff that happened on set too. Oh yeah. With regards to like having to make some changes and getting worried that we weren't gonna have the money all of a sudden. So, yeah, it was good because we originally thought maybe five thousand, 
No, originally it was thirty five hundred, like around three thousand. Oh, 000. even cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, we we didn't we didn't we weren't thinking as much as seven thousand. And then when we the more we looked into just like you know shooting and what we would have to do, we were like, we might need to go back up. So I'm, I'm so glad we did the seven because it worked yeah. out. Um, and then we were just so lucky to get everybody to help out, including you guys. And uh, you know, it was it was with the money, you know, donating and stuff. It was great. It worked out. That's yeah, so that's cool awesome. that, that that works that way these days. It's just yeah. hard to believe that it's just, I mean, does it end up being like just a lot of friends and family or, you know, just people that are interested and that's how I you mean, get how started you, though. Yeah. Right. I mean, you gotta, yeah. you gotta start somewhere. I bet yeah. your next film will be even bigger. I right. mean, that's, <laughs> right. that's how it that's works. The goal. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah. the goal right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely starts out on a smaller scale and then, uh, you know, like you said, friends and friends and family. Um, and then if we can somehow build like a following of sorts, that's what helps with mm. doing the podcast and stuff. For too. sure. You know, you never know. And you can get that outside help, too. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, do, we didn't really introduce these guys cool. very well, at least, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think so. <laughs> so we got we have Nick Manasiotis. I don't know how to pronounce your last <laughs> name. I'm sorry. No, it's OK. Manasiotis. Manasiotis. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. With Here's right. My Take. Yeah. And Tim Martin. From lighting up the marquee, um, two great podcasts, two awesome podcasts, generally. two great names too that aren't when you know when you're typing it in, when you even start to type it in, mm-hmm. you come Boom. you come up mm. immediately. I don't know how you pick those names, but bribed, bribed, <laughs> <laughs> gotta bribe some people. Classic, Classic. broke some kneecaps. So how far yeah. <laughs> is Sushi right now? Sushi's the name of your movie, yeah. which we don't know anything about except yeah. for the poster. How, how is the process going? Well, right before this, I actually got off the phone with Braden, who's doing the sound design, and he's going to send us a first pass of the film as far as the dialogue mixing and some background sound design. So we're going to look at that tonight. Yeah. yeah. And then he said in the next couple of days, he's going to add in Foley sounds and finish it up. And then wow. we're going to finish up the color correcting yeah. probably today. Yeah, yeah. So what does that mean? What is what is done? I mean, for the for the people who don't really understand film, like what are what are the stages? Obviously, this is there's the craft. It's all filmed yeah. right now. You're just it's cutting all, it up. Correct. Yeah. It's all okay. filmed. It's basically everything is picture lock. So everything in the film is staying. Nothing's being cut out. Credits are in there. So picture lock means that like, nothing. No no footage is gonna. Be change. taken out or it's been edited at the yeah. frames that yeah. are in there now or yeah. what they're going to yeah. be there okay. the only sort of video editing would be the color correction that we'll do which okay. is yeah kind of like just doing photoshop you know sure. if that right. makes sense making sure it looks mm-hmm. good correct yeah for what the matching f- the shots to make sure yeah. mm, I see. it correlates with mm-hmm. the time in the film yeah time okay. of day time of day yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. what gotcha. ratio is it just out of curiosity I think two, three, five. I th- yeah. So black yeah. bars on top and bottom. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We really wanted to try to go for the very classic sort of cinema, cinematic look. Okay. I mean, I know a lot of times, I, not that it happens a lot, but a lot of movies are kind of adapting to like the like the new sort of look of like watching stuff on your phones or tablets or whatever. Right. I think the classic way is the best way. Right. So, okay, because I, 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 we we talked mm-hmm. about it too, and I was like, I really want the, I want the bars. It just oh, looks so I much think nicer we, and cleaner. Yeah. I think we also talked about either it would be that because like I'm a big Carpenter fan, so mm-hmm. all of his movies have that cinematic look. But we were also debating four three, kind of like Justice League. Okay, okay. Like, more IMAX, little IMAX, or more because it's more like oh. an intimate story. So it's like hmm. smaller, right, a little right. smaller scale. What is the story? It, Sushi, it can, sounds can, like... Can you, uh, what can you a, tell us? It's a food. Right. We don't, <laughs> yeah, a basic synopsis. We don't need it to be spoiled, Anything? of course. Yeah, yeah. Just I, a little, do do little tidbit. It doesn't matter. 
You're the, uh, you're the director. You I didn't write it, but... <laughs> oh, you didn't? Okay. Alex wrote it. Okay. Alex Diaz. Alex Diaz wrote the film. Yeah. Arsenio Alvarez, he's your editor? Yes. Yes, yes. And then a uh, couple actors? Mm-hmm. Yes. Kelly, who's been on my podcast yeah. a few times. Mm-hmm. Nadia is not an actor in it, but she did the music for the film. Um, and then Aaron Ryan is our star and co-starring Olivia Tennyson. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you had Raphael Acosta helping you. Yeah. He helped me with, uh, like just can like camera assistant stuff. He also did a lot of help with the, uh, boom mic. He helped us out mm-hmm. with that and, uh, just like some PA work as well. So, okay. yeah. So, so basically less than a small, a small crew. Very small. Very small. About like okay. 10 or 12. Yeah. I think. I'm amazed at how know, many people all went into this. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we have Ian do the behind the scenes photos I thought and it would videos. be you guys just doing everything. Even acting. I mean, I mean it just, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, on, yeah. on seven you can't grand. be behind and in front of the camera. That's difficult. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. So, wow. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people. Okay. Well, we did it's take exciting. a lot of the, uh, because we've never, I mean, you and me and Alex have never produced quote unquote produced yeah. anything so it was like a learning experience for all of us mm-hmm. figuring out budgeting scheduling uh, me and Alex did like the casting as well yeah yeah so it's like we were yeah. taking on cinematography producing mm-hmm. directing put on a lot of different hats yeah. yeah yeah and when you're producing too like you know you're pretty much like in charge from the logistical standpoint as well, mm-hmm. not just the creative stuff. Like I'm, I was doing the DP work, cinematography, and Tim directing. So that was a big, like, fun experience mm. for Plus us. The all, producing part of it. The paperwork. The paperwork sucks. It, it always sucks. We had to fill out SAG paperwork. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's interesting that permits. there's that much like legit like paperwork to be done. Yeah. I mean, this is. I had to get insurance. That was no fun. You know, <laughs> it's just like, ugh. but it worked out though. It you know. It's a real production. I'm guessing yeah. this is under 20 minutes. I think over. it's right at 20 minutes. Is oh, it? Okay. I think it's right yeah. at like maybe a few seconds over. With credits? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like okay. with credits, it'll be 20 minutes. Yeah. And, and back to the synopsis. What can you, oh, yeah. get, what yeah. can you tell us? I'm trying to dodge that question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, even if it's just, I mean, uh, even just, if it's a, a fake synopsis. Just a one, a a one sentence. You know what? What would you, what would you hook people? A tagline. You got a tagline. Tagline. Or genre. Start with a genre. It's more like a dramedy, like a drama comedy. Okay. Um. Basically, the premise of the film is a girl is pet-sitting for her roommate and accidentally kills the fish that she's supposed to be pet-sitting. And the only way to solve the problem is to reconnect with an estranged friend to solve mm. the problem before the roommate comes back. Okay. Yeah. Love cool. it. That's a good detailed yeah. like synopsis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without giving too much away. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, in 20 minutes, it's like a sitcom. So, yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. an episode of Friends or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You get a lot done. You're right. Minutes. Throw in some commercials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You can stretch it out to a half hour. It would have been hour. that standard half hour format. Right. right. I mean, you know, a lot happens in 20. Like mm-hmm. some trailers. Yeah. Is it yeah. is it a mic drop or is there ever going to be a, a sequel? Um, I don't know. Me and, Alex, me, story. Oh, maybe. Me, me and Alex have joked, like, not necessarily a sequel, but every script after this we want to write, we want to, like, have it in the same universe. Sure, sure. So it's like little oh. references. little throwback yeah. homage oh, to your first fun. film. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. There you go. And it was all, we filmed it all in Valparaiso, Indiana, so we could do, like, everything in Valbo. Like, yeah. the Valparaiso universe. <laughs> cool. <laughs> How long till the digital copies are coming out to reviewers? So... We once the I I really hope 
with the sound design and then the color correction, we can get the film completely done this month. Because I'd like oh, wow. it for, to be done before the new year, if possible. Christmas release. <laughs> I, want, I, want it nice. <laughs> I wanted it at Thanksgiving. Yeah, we were actually trying to go sooner, yeah. but things with oh, really? sound design just kind of got backed up, which is fine. you got to take your time with Burns that stuff anyway. Yeah, guy. you don't want to rush yeah. it. No, no, especially not with sound. Um, so when we do get it done, we need to start the festival circuit with it. And festivals have strange rules. It, it depends, but like some festivals yeah. actually say – no marketing, like you can't even really like. I don't you know if they say trailers. Like, Do they say trailers? I think it's like you can't even promote it on like your social media accounts. Yeah. You can't oh, post okay. it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I Which think, those I are, I think, the big ones, like your Cannes Film Festival sure, stuff like is. that. I think yeah. they say if you post it, it has to be a private link because that's how you're going to send it to the festivals. Okay. So, but okay. you can't make it public yet. Yeah. So is that why yeah. you guys? One of the reasons why you're being kind of uh, mysterious Coy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that's yeah. the biggest one. Yeah, for sure. Because we want to make sure festivals. You don't want to cut yourself out of any. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly, sure. yeah. Um, and then so once they all kind of go through their run, then we can start making like the DVD copies. We can yeah. start by even posting it on like, you know, Vimeo or YouTube, mm-hmm. whatever we want to do with that. So, yeah. So, Well, I guess, you know, with the huge viewership of movie chatter, you probably won't <laughs> have to worry about that. But, yeah, people in Zimbabwe. We'll get the message. <laughs> <laughs> We're worldwide. Yeah, yeah. We are worldwide. We, I, we actually have more viewers out of the United Outside States. The US, yeah. That's awesome. I think that's how my, the last episode you we did on my show. It had but, mostly oh, outside yeah. U.S. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. France. That was yeah. a good one. Talking about the the sh- the movie, mm. the film, mm-hmm. sushi. All the stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. About that, you got any good uh, yeah. any good stories Some you can pass hotels? along? Any production things? Um, Talk about the hotel. <laughs> we oh, um, when we when we got to the first day on Friday. So when I was talking about like the budget. You know, I mm. was saying how I'm glad we kind of went up a bit in okay. the budget because sure. you kind of got to give yourself that wiggle room for Overrun. crazy things to happen apps, by accident. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and so it worked out because we drove up on a Friday night, all, like the whole crew, and we all met up. The plan was to run a couple of errands to get ready for, for Saturday morning to start shooting um, and then maybe get some dinner and then reconvene at the hotels. And one of the reasons, too, that we upped the budget was because we didn't realize how expensive uh, hotel stays would be. Like just okay. just kind of we, okay. we figured it would be a good amount, but we didn't think the the amount that it was, it went up you know, pretty drastically. Yeah, we, like, we checked it one week and then I think the next week it went up. Like yeah. double, which got Wait. us nervous because we're like, well, it's gonna keep going possibly because we're so waiting. We so you're like, who can sleep where on do the we floor? Go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we 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 were like, there was a lot of us kind of bunking together. We got a, like most of the guys in like one pretty large room, and then sure. well, I think the it, actresses, yeah, yeah, guys yeah, and girls. yeah. And then the actresses were together in an, in another one. So we get to we, we the best hotel we could find was a La Quinta, in best right outside. Cost-wise, cost yeah, right, right, to be right. you know. So, I got a call. We ran our errands, did all that stuff, and I got a call from Tim because Tim was still doing a couple of things. And he goes, "So here's the thing." And when he said that, my heart sank, and I was like, "Oh no!" Oh boy. He's like, um, "Kelly and Aaron, they're gonna go stay at the Hilton because they're not comfortable at the La Quinta because there was just some suspicious activities mm, happening shady there." Because when we drove wow. up, to be honest with you, it it didn't look like a very a little sketchy? Yeah, it's a little strange, a little pretty, sketchy. Pretty sketchy. It's in a weird area, too. Like, the entrance is in the back, which was... What town are we talking? Was it Merrillville? It's weird. It's like, you get it's right off the freeway uh, when you get off for Valpo. So it's like Merrillville-Hobart border. 
So mm-hmm. I, I think it was technically Hobart. And then okay. you literally cross the street. And it's Maribel. And it's Maribel. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Just like a technicality. It's like right on the border yeah. of their so, lines. Yeah, so uh, we're like, okay, I guess that's fine. But when we first got to the hotel too, we initially were like, this is kind of dirty. We were like, we, it wasn't what the picture showed. Like, because <laughs> at the, at, to be honest, we, I mean, we wanted to make sure everybody would be comfortable yeah. to the best of, their, of our ability to do that. But we were also really concerned with the budget too. So after that, we're like, you know what? We just we bit we bit the bullet, and we're like, we're gonna go to the Hilton. I think we were so concerned too we were, because we'd be constantly bringing in all the equipment. Yeah, we had like thousands sure. of dollars so, of oh, equipment. Oh, and we get yeah. with people yeah, hanging like, out in the yeah, parking lot, like yeah. watching. They were watching us come in, right? So like, yeah, because we would go back and forth, like with the gear, and yeah, they're like, oh. I don't know what that is, but it's worth money. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> we just wanted to be safe, not just for that equipment, but even just for us too, and, and to make it comfortable, like because I, I, I knew. If we just kind of sat there and stayed, like it might, it might affect the shoot. Kinda, the it's weekend, gonna harbor you your know? creative yeah. juices if you're yeah. worried about getting robbed mm-hmm. like, yeah. in you real be, life. Yeah, yeah. you want to be in a good place. Yeah, not absolutely. Just yeah. Tense and worried so, all day. Yeah, it was funny after the fact because, like, once we finally figured it out, we were just kind of laughing about it. Um, I'm sure that and, was stressful at the time. Yeah, though, yeah, that yeah. Because yeah. we didn't know. We, you we know, got because we got the Hilton too. And it was luckily enough that Kelly's, I think, dad bought their room and said yeah. we didn't have to reimburse them. Well, that's nice. Yeah, the, cost, really the, cost, the cost of our one room at the Hilton was the cost of the two rooms <laughs> at, at the La Quinta. Quinta. Yeah. So that would have been 20% of our budget just going to yeah. the two rooms. Thanks, God. Kelly's dad. God. Thanks, yeah. Kelly's dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, helped out a lot. Yeah. But, there you go. Yeah, so that was that was the start of the, day, of the weekend, you know. Because we didn't get the Hilton until, like, midnight that night. Midnight yeah. or 1 in the morning. Yeah. And we had yeah. to be on set. At seven at the next seven, morning. Yeah. Um, but once we got it, we figured it out. We, the next morning, we were like really excited. Everybody showed up on time. Everybody showed up to start doing it. And it was a lot of fun. No, you forgot yeah. your gear. Was there yeah. a lot of um, different locations? I mean, like, how long does it take to do uh, a how short film like that? How many days of shooting? Yeah. yeah how, how long is it? Three days, of sh- three days of shooting. Are you driving okay. from big, you know, quite a big distance between areas or are you just trying to find stuff that's all kind of convenient so that it makes it easier for that? Or? And, yeah, and why did you pick Valparaiso? What was, was there some buildings or something that you found there? Alex has family in Valpo and it's such there a small go. town, like everybody knows everybody. So we were able to get in contact with like the lawyer who works at City Hall. I think he's friends with Alex's mom. Oh, nice. So it's like we had an inn right there. Yeah. And it was free to shoot in Valpo. A lot of outdoor yeah. shots. A lot of outdoor shots. Yeah. I think with scheduling the locations, because may have had like eight or nine locations. Like total? Like Yeah. Hmm. I believe. Um, the apartment, the store, downtown. Apartment store. Yeah. And some streets. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. If you want to each kind of section yeah. has its own. Yeah. So we kind of scheduled it out each day to kind of correlate where we were in Valpo. So, like, one day we literally just stayed downtown. There's, like, a scene where we shoot outside of a building, and then the next scene was inside a store that was a block away. Mm. So did we can, you reach out you to, like, store ownership ahead of time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then to also disclose the city, it sounds like, that you were yeah. yeah. I had to drive up for a 10-minute meeting. Nice. Yeah. I had to drive two hours for a 10-minute <laughs> 10 minute sure. meeting. So Just did you guys, there. like, you know, put on a tie for any of these business meetings? <laughs> or no. you? I came with this. I was like, I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah, it totally was, unnecessary. It, it, it actually was not, like, the process of doing all this was not as difficult as I was expecting it to be, or at least as, mm. like complicated as I was expecting it but I also feel like maybe we just got lucky and like mm. you know small town they're, sure. they're probably happy to have a project film there and yeah. help you know help sure. their sort of popularity or, or whatever and um, 
So it went really smoothly. Even like the whole town was interested in what right. we were doing. Yeah. Like when we were shooting girl. downtown, we had yeah. a bunch of people stopping. and Some girl was like, uh, some young girl was right in between a take. So luckily she didn't like interrupt anything. But she like ran because she saw the camera and everybody with the mic. You know what I think it is? People when they see, not the camera, the boom mic. But it's yeah. They see the boom like, mic and this is a production. But also because we had our camera that you're shooting. Yeah. And then Ian has a bigger camera yeah. that he's shooting behind the scenes. Yeah. They're like, and, these guys are for real. Yeah. yeah. And some girl's like, are you guys shooting a show? And it was just like, no, we're doing a movie. Movie and yeah, it was just kind of cool, we're you know. For a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool. So like that, it went really smoothly, just getting everything in order. Um, so I, I don't mean, know. I, I suppose the there's lots of things that could go the other way in that instance, yeah, right? Like yeah. you have bystanders that are happy to like walk by three or four times, like <laughs> yeah, just because yeah. they're interested. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of outtakes of that. Yeah, you could yeah. have some store owner, a jerk that would try to ruin your day. I mean, sure, yeah. glad that you didn't. Yeah, yeah. Was there any of that kind of stuff that like shots were ruined by I don't know, yeah, or even by accidents? <laughs> yes, <laughs> many shots. Airplane, garbage <laughs> truck. There's right? there's a some. shot in the film where we're kind of shooting it from inside the car. Oh, right, they're right. looking in the car so every time we're about to finish it and at the same point every take a person will walk by and look in the car like directly oh. at the camera oh jeez ruin that fourth wall huh? or, or there's a couple times in the background you'll see the worst one was a car like you know that when you see a camera and you stop and you want to like not be in frame there was a car that did that it was like stop so you just see it sitting in the back uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Get out dang here. it play it cool it, yeah. that was I think that was the roughest was that well straight? also we filmed another uh, like around the corner and this is like more towards the end of the movie. We filmed a scene where the two characters are talking outside, and at one point, a biker gang decided to drive through Valparaiso, and okay. you just couldn't hear a word. And the my sister was helping on set with the boom, and I just like saw her face, like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Just, just a bunch of just bikes going by. Cut. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. So that that happens too, but. I kind of like location shooting like that. I like shooting like outside or if it is like an indoor scene, anything that's like an actual place because mm. I like the natural look of it. Versus mm-hmm. a set. Versus especially, like a set or like a studio. from yeah. film school. Yeah. With like, we worked at the at our MPC Media Production Center okay. and all the sets are the same. Like anybody knows, you see a student film from Columbia, uh, you know those walls and okay. the, yeah. the same props. Yeah. 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 Sure. So many, you know, big movies you'll see um famous scenes, you know, that are done in in the wild, you know, just out there mm-hmm. with natural surroundings and you know, if it's if you if you uh if it works out right, it can be add More a lot organic. to your yeah, yeah, add a lot to it, you know. Something yeah. mm-hmm. Was the final sound from the boom mic? Did it all work out or do you have to overdub voices? So I was talking to Brayden about that today because we said like overall the sound sounds good, okay. but there may be some scenes we were thinking about ADR. But I got off the phone with him today and he said ADR might not be needed. He was oh, able really? to, he was able to clean it up and get rid of a lot of the background noise, enhance their dialogue so it's smoother. Cool. So cool. As of right now, ADR might not be needed. Mm. Yeah. That's helpful. Nice. Yeah. Helpful. Yeah. Which helpful. also helps. It does. It does. Because that could be like another long process. Then you got to edit that into well, the... Plus, because it would be easier if Kelly was in Chicago. Right. Kelly's in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. And it's her and Aaron that are like the main people in the film. Okay. So it'd be like Kelly would have to come out or do it from her apartment. Sure. Just another layer of... Just another layer of... Complexity yeah. to get that done. Is that all equipment? Is that all uh, rented? Like the boom mic? It was actually all mine. Oh, really? Because I do the videography stuff. Okay. Um, we use my camera, all my lenses. 
Um, the only thing that was not mine was the audio gear. That was actually uh, audio gear from uh, yeah. a friend of ours yeah. that we have uh, that let us rent – or not rent but use it. She she lent it to us. Um, and nice. it was good. It's like it's older equipment but it works. It, 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 sure. it did How the job. How close does that boom mic Take have to be? Get. I was just wondering if you had that mic in here, mm-hmm. could it pick up all of us Sophia clearly? Was, Sophia was pretty far on a couple – it you know what I I think it could I think just the closer the more crisper it is so okay, like so you're like getting it right above their head yeah you want to get as close as you can without the camera seeing it and and no matter what kind of shot that it okay. is yeah and and if you, like there's different ways to hold it it could be above it could even be like dead on as long as the camera doesn't see it or it can be below below that did you below have the a, talking there's head. a shotgun mic right did you have were they shotgun we no we actually had my we so we had the mic we just didn't have the pole or, okay or the, the Thing. So what I had though was a mic tripod that I use for other things, not even for the podcast. I just use it for like interview type stuff. Okay. So I unhooked it to the three legs, so it's just a pole, and we oh, with, with hair ties and rubber bands just put the microphone at the end of it just to keep it, just to get the job done. There you go, oh, wow. MacGyver. Yeah, get it yeah. Done. yeah. So Make it work. It worked out that way. That's excellent. Yeah. I'm no. fascinated by the uh, business of making the movie. And even though this is just micro, micro, uh, you know, three days, you got to consider the hotels and the logistics of getting down there and everything else. Well, like you said, the insurance and all yeah. kinds of things. Right? Yeah. That's the reality mm-hmm. of it. But as you did the Kickstarter and you got the money and you kind of raised your goal from two to three, five, and then to seven, um, how do you, how do, you uh, do you tell the people that, you know, by helping us, we're going to create this, and what do they get back? Uh, do they get anything, or is it just uh, the goodness of their heart that they're? You mean like the cast and crew, like the guy, everybody who had or helped the with it, donated. all the money that donated. Oh, the do- oh, 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 yeah, right, we right. have uh, perks for everybody that donated, depending on the level you donate. I think the simplest one was ten dollars, and you get your name in the credits for a thank yeah. you. So, oh, that's a nice touch. So it feels yeah. like you're part of the film, right? Because yeah. I've yeah. seen Indiegogo's where they don't even thank you unless you donate. $200. Right. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so we do like thank yous. Um, I think the next one was behind the scenes photos. And it goes up a couple more dollars. It goes up. Like and then 10, every time you go up, and... you'll get the previous perk. DVD, DVD movie poster. poster. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Up to like executive producer was our highest. Yeah. They'll, they'll come to your podcast yeah. and hang yeah. out. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 On site interviews. So as you look at the horizon uh of where you go after you adjust the colors and all that, mm-hmm. and, you, and you've got, you already said the movie's locked. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go to festivals, maybe try to get, you know, you an get award, noticed, uh, right? Yeah, get mm-hmm. an award or something. Oh, this is the best dramedy. Mm-hmm. And now, where do you go from there? Can you can you go to YouTube? Can you go to Tubi? I mean, do you market it? I mean, how do you? I think we would look at yeah distribution. Yeah, probably like Amazon Prime would be the easiest. I know a lot of yeah. filmmakers. I got a, a few that were on my show that had their movies on Amazon Prime. Really, um, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like I think the biggest thing would be networking at these festivals. Right. Yeah, we get noticed, talk to people, little PR stuff. Mm-hmm. They may come to you. Yeah, and the biggest thing is hopefully they can come to us with wallets and money. Right. It's yeah. more for the next movie. That's what yeah. you exactly. want to I notice. Would, I would think it would be sure. about being seen, you know, just yeah. having your yeah. film seen. Yeah. yeah. And that was the goal. liking what they see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's creating your resume mm-hmm. right. exactly. for exactly. future endeavors. Now, I was going to ask you on future endeavors, so you did a dramedy, 
you want to do a horror, you want to do sci-fi, you want to stick with this. So. Oh, no, the horror is, that's what Alex and I are working on right now. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh. And what excited. type of horror, like sci-fi horror, comedy horror? I mean, there's so many types. Well, I have a couple ideas. This, this one right now is a, like a psychological horror. Ooh. Um, Alex and I are on the second draft right now. It's it's going to be a feature film. We're already over 80 pages wow. with the cool. script. Mm. And we wrote that in like a month. Like, you guys did, yeah. Pretty much yeah. once Sushi Wrap, we started writing. Yeah, yeah. So. You have a project too. Yeah, what's that your flavor? I, um, I want to try. So I did the cinematography. I really want to try directing. Um, after if I could actually shoot and direct that would be great because I, I'm, I'm, I know it's a That's lot of much. work but uh, I just love being behind the camera so like, I'm mm. really comfortable just mm. using it but I, I do want to direct um, my my next two ideas one of them I'm working with my friend Raphael who you mentioned too he's a, a really good writer uh, also went to school with us he went to Columbia okay um, I want to do an action because I really want to try Ooh. I want to like the this next idea I have it's not it's not too um, story focused on purpose because I really want to try just the, the action, the directing action. I want to work. Yeah, I want to work with um, that kind of scene. Even like stunt people, I would. I've, I want to try maybe seeing if we can get like whether it's stunt people or, or people that like do certain fight styles. We can work yeah. with to kind of be the the stunt men and women and do something. So I have some ideas for that. And I then can this, see that being really really fun. Yeah, to, to yeah. produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's. I kind of want to have like a really because I had so much fun with this. Uh, I really want to do like something really cool with that and, and, you know, just get like really violent for no reason and just have a good time. Um, And then I have another idea for like a thriller, like a more, um, I wouldn't say horror. It's more just, uh, just like a, just, just a a basic thriller, one character, one location. Uh, Imagine, I don't know if you guys ever seen the movie Buried with Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Think, think that, not as claustrophobic, but think that sort of idea of literally one location, one actor, maybe some like voice acting from phone calls and stuff like that, but you only see the one actor. I've always liked movies easy to shoot. So like that's what's actually interesting. It's funny you say that when like all I, all these ideas I have now, the first thing I think of what can I do, and then I'll get creative around what's possible, as opposed to yeah. instead of thinking creatively first, I don't want to like bum myself out and be like, well, I don't have the money for you that. Can't I can't it. do it. Sure. Right. Think about what yeah. you have. You know, exactly. I've heard, yeah, a lot of people say you that's the way to do from it. There. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. have a big, huge quarry and you know, right. that's where we did all our stuff. You know, use what you have, use Ooh. what you have, yeah. you whatever's know. free, you know, use that and, and, and focus your ideas around that. Yeah. Free or whatever you can make deals around. Make mm-hmm. deals. Right. Cause right. I know the script, yeah. the script Alex and I are writing is all one location essentially. Um, it's like it's in a theater, like a, a playhouse. So we're like, oh, if we can get a playhouse, maybe we can offer the actors who work there, like, let us use your location. We'll give them roles, sort of thing. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You got to use yeah. your network of friends too, right? I mean, that's yeah. like borrowing the equipment. Yeah, it's, it's part of that trusted community. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you guys have plans to work together anymore? Never nope. again. No, fuck you. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my next question. I was like, do you see this being a crew that, that is going to reconvene? Yeah. I yeah. think so, yeah. We're actually thinking about even starting our own 
like together production company. Sure. Yeah. Uh, us two and Alex. Yeah, the three of us. Yeah, with Alex awesome. too. Yeah. So. Um, I, well, that was the best part of sushi was like everybody on set kind of, and I was talking to Raph about it. Like everybody kind of got reinvigorated with yeah wanting yeah. to make films. Like sure, like Alex and I have been writing. You, you and Raph are mm-hmm. writing. Ian has scripts. Arsenio started a script. Yeah, or is continuing his script. Yeah, yeah. So it's like we have all these projects. Plus, I know like you want to direct. Ian directs. Right. Arsenio directs. Exactly. Don wants to make a movie. Don wants to make a movie. <laughs> Let's oh, do it, sure. Don. You just Let's get do it. You get you just get in the pitch it to yeah. us, Don. Go. Yeah. Pitch it, yeah. Go. Yeah. I have to come we, up with an we idea got a box first. Of Give me that elevator ideas. pitch. Dave's who, got the good Who did ideas. the graphics? So you might he has to uh, cover or something, right? To you know, some for like the, image for the, the movie. The poster? Yeah. Uh, I don't know was, if you, I, I don't think Bill saw it. Oh yeah. Oh. So the poster was done by my uh, my me and Andy Ian's old roommate Ryan Bennett. Who does like graphic design? It's really and, good. And was well, Dave gonna pull it up? Yeah, go on, keep talking. He does like a lot of um, like concept art. Like he'll he has like a page where he does a lot of rappers, like putting them over movie posters with like alternate cover designs. Okay. So he did our oh, cool. he did our movie poster, which turned out really I really like really it. Great. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds like is that the final game. poster? Yes. Yeah, right there. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. love it. Show awesome. YouTube. Let's see. Yeah, I would, I would buy oh, that art. I'll put it on. That is very good. Okay. Yeah. With a name like that, I just am hungry. <laughs> I just want. I well, just that's want what we got. That's what we got after the film wrapped. Yeah. We went to go get sushi. We went and actually oh, got sushi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was cool. Yeah, how much time is this absorbing? Is there? Are you guys doing anything else besides uh, day jobs? I'm. I'm trying. Like Tim said, you're writing with Alex writing a bunch. With Alex um, my day job. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to write as much as I can with Raphael with some of the ideas that that we have. Um, and then, yeah. Do some weddings? Weddings on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all right. (laughs) Gotta pay the bills. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Have you been watching anything worth mentioning? (laughs) Worth mentioning. Has anybody Mm -hmm. been watching Hawkeye? Yes. 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 Yeah. All right, so I'm we're just switching wa- from the we're, 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 gonna, we're gonna switch. I I just want to, I want to have some feelings on something new that Don really loves mm. and uh loves. i really love hawkeye and that didn't work <laughs> okay so, technical so uh, <laughs> hawkeye on disney plus yeah with i'm not Steinfeld. caught up but um i agree with everything that we talked about so far like the chemistry is fun Mm. Right, I really mean, it's fun. Just, this is yeah. like the funnest show after right. episode it's, three. It's like, it's like light Marvel, mm-hmm. right? Perfect for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Well, he's the straight man. She's kind of the funny one, the mm-hmm. funny cute one that's kind mm-hmm. of causing troubles, and he's just right. I didn't know I even cool. liked her. I was like, wow. I mean, she's like really entertaining. Well, yeah. the actress, yeah, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, yeah, she's really Robert. good. She is very good. She was. She was. Uh, we were just watching the trailer for the new. Um, Spider-Man, uh, you know, the animated one, she right. she does the voice of Gwen That's in right. there. That's right. You know, she does a lot of, she did Bumblebee, she did a lot of fun stuff. I mean, true if grit. you haven't seen She's the third true grit. episode, yeah. right? I have not yet. You haven't? I've, I've seen it. I mean, that there's a car that, scene, that's, spectacular. That scene reminded me of um, Children of Men. Oh, like okay. The whole inside of the car. The whole the camera yeah. spinning yeah. inside there's, the there's car. There's some really interesting camera work there. Okay. And it's beautiful. I mean, fun. Huge act. Have you seen it at all, Bill? Hawkeye? Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, it, to me, it was. It seemed like a, you know, a Disney t- made-for-TV kind of fun, you know, just a, a notch above, but still didn't take itself 
too seriously. It was able mm-hmm. to be a little bit funny with the uh, what are the the Russian uh, the tracksuit mafia. It was kind of funny that's that way. comedic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think they have big plans for for Kate Bishop in the mm-hmm. MCU. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Right? Yeah. Have you guys heard that? I think they're building yeah. it for like the new Avengers. Yeah, so or, the, like or the young Avengers. Young Avengers. Yeah. Young Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Sense. I think the only downside to Hawkeye is not. I don't think a lot of people are watching it because I think more people are waiting for Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. Okay. So it's like Hawkeye's kind of being pushed to the side. It's mm. also the, is it the third or the fourth so, Marvel show? Well, technically fifth because of what if. Right. Okay. So it is the, yeah, I yeah. would count that. Yeah. yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel like to that point, there's just a lot of Marvel so mm-hmm. like sometimes maybe people are just like oh my god like I'm overwhelmed More? <laughs> you know yeah. yeah there's just a lot of Marvel I I like it because it's lighthearted so. too you yeah you like all as many Marvel as you can yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it was it's spectacular especially yeah. like on a big screen it's it's it was so movie quality that yeah. whole car definitely scene. movie quality yeah I didn't expect it to be that good for sure I wonder if if uh, the the Falcon and Winter Soldier show kind of fell behind what Hawkeye's doing because of how serious it was trying to yeah, be. Yeah, that, that's yeah. my you least favorite. I mean? That's yeah. my least favorite, too. You yeah. can't have everything be endgame. Like, it's right, just... right. Yeah, that one definitely on the bottom of the of the list of, if you were to rank them, I'd put this Hawkeye one, I don't know, probably after uh, WandaVision, then Loki, and then Hawkeye. I would agree. Well, I think I WandaVision agree. was successful too for its light moments. Like it, it was. started it's out as a than comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Unique. It was interesting too. Yeah, but Very they could unique. reinvent Very... themselves each show. Was right, yeah. right, different. Yeah. yeah, right. Whereas that that That's that uh, different format, not a film, but gives you a little bit more license and flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. Every episode's. Uh, how long are they? Like, four, like 43. 45 minutes, 40, yeah. 43 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. It would be an hour in old school television. Mm-hmm. What was the show that you were talking about earlier? You didn't mention it. You were like, I want to know what Thoughts. you guys think about so it. So I started watching, and it was a li- it's a limited series on Netflix with Kevin Hart. True story. Oh, I have not I seen that. I saw seen it that. pop up, but I have okay. not seen it yet. Okay. Little, uh, what are your thoughts? Little different. It's I. So, you know, Kevin Hart's known for all the comedy movies he does and stuff. I actually feel that it was cool and refreshing to see him try like a dramatic role. Oh, really? It's, it's th- not funny at all. <laughs> um, it's got its quips because in the show, he's essentially playing a version of himself. He's playing a very successful comedian who basically okay. gets involved unintentionally with some things he shouldn't have. Ah. It involves him going back home to Philly, which Kevin Hart is actually from Philadelphia, okay. uh, involving family and stuff. There's a little bit of like... Uh, very lightly, but it's in there like gangster type of things that happen, mafia type things. And so it, it takes like his life, but kind of fl- he flips his own world upside down. Like sure. the real Kevin Hart turning himself into a character. It's kind of yeah. like, you know I mean? like write what you know and he's like acting what you know. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? Which I think that's why he did a good job because yes. I wouldn't say, I mean, Kevin Hart is very entertaining in certain stuff he does. Is he an amazing actor? I mean, that's up for opinion, right. I guess. So but he, does, he doesn't have to stretch himself right, too far right, to, right. to but do this. It's very believable, right. which and I he, really like. He's lived it, so he yeah, kind of is yeah. there already. Wesley cool. Snipes is, does a really great job. Um, it was really actually a lot of fun to see Wesley Snipes in it. Um, 
So that was cool. And I liked it because there's a lot, there's a, quite a few moments where it's very um, thrilling. I actually, I ended up seeing the whole thing in like a two, in two days, like in two sittings. And uh, the first night I started watching it, I started at like 9 p.m. Next thing I know, it's midnight. I'm like, oh my God, I have to go to bed. And so I had to stop the show, you know, I had to get some sleep. But um, yeah, it's worth, I think it's worth a watch. I'd be curious if you guys see it, what you'd think. Absolutely. What's it on again? Netflix. 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 And it's called? It's called True Story. Okay, yeah. Which it's not a true story, but yeah, it's the title of it. Yeah. Ironic. Yeah. Yeah. Who's watching the the Beatles Mm. on... I saw the first. Well, let's let Kelly and I would like to say that it is officially not on Apple Plus. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we had a very funny exchange. I wish we we could had that on, oh, like recorded or something. Like, we uh, were so pissed at Apple Plus. We were like just just bitching about how terrible their menu is and their search function. We're like, why isn't it just coming up? She, she is just fumbling with the with the remote looking like, for we've it. We've already go, watched it. Why isn't it just coming up? And I'm like right. searching for it and it wasn't coming and up. She's and she's spelling it out it. and yeah. then it's on Disney. And then we're like, on. oh, that's why we can't find it. It was but, pretty But, it was but pretty even hilarious. not being a Beatles fan, I mean, I don't know if you guys are, I'm really not a Beatles fan, but this is like one of the most interesting shows it's I've watched so, in a long so time. It's so intimate. Have you guys seen any of it? I finished it yesterday. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's, I mean, your, what's your thoughts? It did not need to be eight hours, but... <laughs> oh, but, right. but interesting, it's right? It's very... Yeah, it was super interesting. And like you said, it's the most like intimate you could probably get seeing Beatles footage. Like It's, it's super... shocking that they did it all on hard wooden chairs too, mm. you know? and <laughs> Just in a warehouse. I mean, that you're like, actually no. hearing... You know, they were songs writing songs that you know. Yeah. You're and watching them. I knew That's this. how they were made. I Ooh. knew that, like, some things that I have known and read about the Beatles, because I am a Beatles fan, like, right. genuine oh, yeah. Beatles fan. Yeah. Um, things that I knew, like, of Paul McCartney, like, his writing style, that he mm. would, like, kind of come up with the melody and then, like, gloss over words a lot. Like, he yeah. just sort of, I'm like, like going, yeah, bad, bad, scats. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was just fun to see that. And right. then, you know, Paul and... Um, John, they they were a band when they were 13. They started playing right. together when they were 13, right. 14 years old. Them, like, going back and forth and just seeing them create, a, like, with each sure, other. Sure, that was, huge connection. Yeah, I mean, that was just phenomenal to see kind of the that behind-the-scenes intimate look. Oh, yeah. Well, then was you awesome. Also, you also see the footage, and it's like, they wrote Let It Be in less than a month. I know. It's literally how many hit songs he wrote back to back to back. Yeah. Incredible. It's remarkable. Yeah. I mean, that was it, like too much creative, like stress. Though I mean, that's I feel like that's why it kind of broke them in a way. They well, just it's did too Yoko. Much to you get to see how maddening too. it is to have your girlfriend just ruin, sit an inch from you, right? Every moment of the day. Yeah. <sighs> And then she goes, well, she's an artist. You just scream and like, into a microphone. That's how artist. how nonchalant oh, they awful. were about like the massive. I mean, like. I don't know if they had any idea. I mean, they were mega famous at that point already, right? right. When we're oh, yeah. seeing this film. But like the casualty that they had about it, they come in and they're having like a business meeting. And, you know, I think Paul says to George, do you want to hear about what you're getting a half a percent of? And he's like, not really. Like they just, <laughs> they're like, whatever. Like, are we going to play or, you know. George just, and Ringo were just there. Like, yeah. let's just do it. Ringo is so Ringo's awesome. Just chill. Ringo, yeah, Ringo is I'm a big Ringo fan after watching He's this. He's just he like was... a cool as a cucumber. Oh, yeah? yeah? So cool. Yeah. I was never never a Ringo fan at all, but now... Right. Ringo's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He was the man. He was like a funny dude. Yeah. He's you awesome. haven't watched it at all, Bill? 
No, but I've been meaning to. Oh, you, you, yeah, will, be, you, you will be so into it. I watched that first episode, and I saw that George has left the band. So I'm very anxious to see the second one. That was that I'm was pretty really sure he comes cool back. to see <laughs> that footage too, where he just like gets up and he's like, "So I'll be leaving the Beatles now." I um, thought that was the, that part. I think was edited hilariously. Yeah, because it's Is right it? after Yoko screams and George just goes, "I'm out." Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> and then they're like, "Are you still filming?" I'm like, eh, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. yeah, very cool. Phenomenal. The director um, Jackson. Yeah, Peter, Peter Jackson. Jackson. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson, he goes over just everything. Somehow they... It's it's edited very, like, I don't know if you guys felt like this, but it's very vibrant. I mean, obviously not to the quality of the film would have been then. It's it's Right, well, they had to actually, like, take some dialogue mm-hmm. and fill it in with... Audio, like, you know, they're, they're, they're switching them. They're basically right. just making a story. They it's had done more, very well. Like they had, the whole scene too is like John and Paul went off to have a conversation in the cafeteria, right? But there was a mic in the plant, so they had to just put a photo up. But you still get to hear that whole conversation, yeah. right? Okay. Right? Yeah, it seemed like they had a lot more just audio than they had, you know, video. I think it's that they had sixty hours of footage and a hundred and fifty of audio. There you go. So a yeah. lot of that. Yeah, I mean, the fact that nobody had really seen that before was also amazing, that they can still come up with that much, like, footage that is just in somebody's basement, I or I don't know where this stuff is sitting for 50 years. And it's, I mean, you can't release it all at once, or it would have been as valuable, right, I suppose. And it's beautiful. But it's it, almost, right. it almost made me sad for all of the people that they mentioned that are no longer around and that they would never, like, get to relive this by seeing mm. it again. I mean, yeah. you know, just, oh, and I'm, I'm sure that was very, I don't know, kind of cool for even relatives of people. Like, oh, that's my mm. uncle. That's my dad or whatever. Like, there was so many other people involved. But I think people will enjoy it because it's kind of like a long-format podcast too you know where mm-hmm. like joe rogan will talk for four hours you're just listening to people talk mm-hmm. yeah. right it's, so right, getting it's, a little teeny little minutia. yeah some people said it's like you said it you it didn't have to be eight hours maybe mm-hmm. you know uh it's a lot of just watching people you know in their creative process it's like it's just raw footage a lot of a yeah. lot of now smoking they, and drinking mix it with a lot of the good music too Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah. Well, it's like well, you're, you're well, like a... It's them, it's them writing it. You're, you're, oh, like, it's you're like a yeah. fly on the wall, basically, watching everything be created sort of thing. I, I got to check that out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll They've get got it. one month to basically get this. Is it a month or is it a couple it's, of weeks? It's already done. I mean, no, no. Well, I mean, that was how to watch that it. was the show. They show a calendar. Yeah, the calendar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like it was 30 days until they were going to have a show, yeah. Right, so basically, because then they, it ends with the the rooftop concert mm-hmm. on top of there Apple Studios. Right, and that wasn't even the plan when they no. you start the show. Right, they're how it they, ends. They don't even. They were supposed to do the show a week earlier. Right. What are we gonna do? How are we gonna do this? They're basically writing the songs, learning the songs, and they're gonna play the songs all in a month. Mm-hmm. And then it ends up being an album that you you know thought was probably produced with. All the care in the world, and you know, all this forethought. When really, it's just a bunch of guys just stuck in a in a warehouse for weeks on end, just getting on each other's nerves and going over stuff <laughs> till they come up with it. They uh, remain pretty it, calm. Uh, they, they've got a a manager that takes that sound and just tweaks it a little bit, just like with your your movie. You, you know, get to see all the, the color and all that. 
But there's there's one main guy, and he, he, they don't talk about him a lot. No, you'll see him. Is it, you know, okay. he's is it George it. Martin? Or? That's one note that I would Ladies, make. The guy with the big old sideburns. Yeah. Oh, that's I, Mel. Yeah, he's like the like their sound He's engineer. like the fifth Beatle. I kind of wish that they would have put names and titles of people more, more often. More often. Right. Yeah, they only like mentioned it maybe once. It's like at the beginning when Vinnie you first see them. Or, yeah. But you'll see all those behind-the-scene people. You will see them all. Because I was amazed. I saw some other little documentary on, on the Beatles being created, the, the songs, and uh, they just had an ordinary song, and they just did it in the guitar. Mm-hmm. And by the time this guy got got it, and he said, okay, we're going to add a little orchestra thing here and new sounds here, and I'm going to get this little uh, rift in there, it all of a sudden became fantastic. Sure. So this guy just doesn't get enough credit, and I don't know who it is. That's it kind of what George I think. It's Martin. George Martin. He's okay. Yeah, and all of the other guys helping with the arrangement and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. obviously, yeah. it goes more than just the four dudes. And there's guys with like pen and paper, right. just listening to them spill out lyrics and just yes. trying to like write Scribe down it. anything they say. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, just keep on talking. Right. Really? Yeah. Amazing. And lighting cigarettes. The yeah. amount just smoke. Kevin the, the roadie giving them beers. Beers. The redhead guy yeah, walking around. Yeah, I wish that oh, they yeah. would have kind of like just like behind the music VH1 style a couple of facts here and there about everyone in the in the shot. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this person, oh, here's yeah. his name. He was with them from, you know, this time to this time or this is what he did. I would have liked to hear a little bit more backstory about everybody on the shot. You know, Alan Parsons. Yeah, Ellen he, Parsons, the Ellen Parsons Project. I mean, he he was one of the engineers that's in the background of the show. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? yeah. They and they do show him. Oh. So, for for this documentary, for this documentary, gotcha. yep, he was one of the Put it one of the guys. They're like, you know, they bring in like the editing machines off the back of trucks. They basically rented just a big warehouse mm-hmm. and just put you know a bunch of chairs like this in the middle of it. And then Chair's a guitar as as this, and even. some spots for coffee to sit and start playing. That's all they did. Yeah. yeah. And even on the rooftop, they brought everything up there. Cause some yeah. of, they even I, said, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's like, they even said some of the songs they recorded on the roof ended up on the album. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's awesome. And wow. if you are a Beatles fan, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now I am a Beatles fan. Let's, right. Let's try uh, some serious history. Oh, you know what it is? There we go. Oh, the bottle. <laughs> oh, that, it's my bottle, Don. Nick, you so were, were going to stop. You were, you were too loud that whole time. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about the best movie that I have seen this year. Really? Unexpected. I, I, I think it's the best movie. We're in December, movie. so that's a long list now. Okay, movie, not a series. No, it's this a movie. Is a so this is actually going to be movie chatter. Yeah, this is a real, you can play the... Uh, and it's worth talking about. I could really give you the review sound here. A movie review! But the power of the dog. Okay, yeah. all right, who's in this? Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Okay, yes. Okay. Kirsten Dunst. Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons, and somebody you may not know. Cody Smith. Cody McPhee. Schmidt McPhee. Um, He's in the X-Men movies. I would be shocked if Benedict doesn't, I mean, at minimum, be nominated for this. I I already saw, like, some headlines that as soon as this came out, like, the day after. He is incredible. It just said it upset all the 
award shows. Like it sure. immediately won. They were like, oh crap. Oh crap. Yep. This is a, this is a really good movie. Unexpected. It's it's off type for him. And I mean, it's just so subtle, but so powerful. Okay, a period drama back yes, in... Yes, uh, 1925, Montana is where it takes place. Um, all right, I'll read, and then, I'll, and then I'll give you my spiel. All right, The Power of the Dog is a 2021 Western drama film written and directed by Jane Campion, based on the 1967 novel of the same name by Thomas Savage. Film stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Plemons, and Cody Smith McPhee. The film is an international co-production between New Zealand, Australia, United Kingdom, and the United States and Canada. It premiered at the 78th Venice International Film Festival, September 2nd. Hmm. Um, she won Silver Lion for Best Direction. Had a thim- limited theatrical release in Australia and New Zealand on November and United States and United Kingdom in November 17th. And it came out on Netflix December 1st. So very new to the public, um, but just phenomenal film. It's it's exquisite. Exquisite. <laughs> the, the, okay, because, you know, I, I'm sorry, just, I'll be the person who's just looking at the trailers and going, mm-hmm. eh. I didn't look. Looks like a western. You need to see it on the big screen first. And I don't like westerns. So, this is you know there's certain themes that you can always count on in a western. Like masculinity is always going to be in there somewhere, kind Mm. of. Um, But this had surprising takes. I appreciated that you were never on a side. Does that Mm. make sense? Yeah. There was you know you have a protagonist, you have an antagonist, but you thought you were. You you were never on a side. Like when you saw part of the movie, everyone had a struggle. And 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 right. Then we We had dinner, and then you said you were like, you were expecting it to go a different direction. Well, and this the tension that built in this film, and it was largely due to his performance, his performance, and the sound. The, Who's the score and the sound, Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. I mean, like, this was a notch above anything I expected from him. I've heard do people you, say you you know, one of his best performances ever. I mean, like, a, sure. a twitch of his facial expression meant a thousand words and, and that much more emotion. It was, it was, like I said, very subtle, but very big. And it was, it was, yeah, people's struggles. You have kind of like a foursome, basically. So the two brothers, Benedict Cumberbatch and um, Jesse Plemons are, are brothers. And then Kirsten Dunst is a widow that joins them. Jesse Plemons, you know, kind of is the lonely guy looking for a family. But Benedict Cumberbatch is, you know, missing the past, looking for his new identity. And he's just thoroughly unhappy. And they're like on a farm or something? A ranch, on, yeah. A, a they, ranch. They're, so they're, they're cattle ranchers. So... They Big just ranch. have each other. They just have each other. So there's a lot of psychological pressure. And that's pressure not enough. Around. And they're really quite rich. Yes. I mean, for the they area. They have been very successful. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful house. There's this gorgeous 20s house with massive fireplaces and woodwork and just but okay. but then that you've was got kind of but the, it's it's cowboys right. you know you've well got, he was like never even comfortable in the house i felt like that right. was part of the struggle too it, it was, was odd like the, the two brothers live in the same they're in the same bedroom domestic they sleep in the same room yeah. I mean, you know tiny a, little beds right you know it's like it was very realistic that way it was like okay. this was their parents house and now they've taken it over and uh yeah. Maybe they were raised in that room. And uh, exactly. They just kept sleeping right. They in just kept room. sleeping in there. And, yeah, and, and Phil, the Benedict Cumberbatch character, kind of, you know, he kind of runs 
the the ranch more or less. He's more of a hands-on guy. Right. You know, he's got his crew of a dozen, say, cowboys. He's, he's very charismatic. Like, right? He's he's got this following. Right, like all right. of the cowhands they just all, adore him. They all the, follow he, him. He's right. like reverent almost. Right. And you see them basically, you know, moving a, a herd of cattle from here to there, big long distances, beautiful scenery. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean it's like I'll show you downstairs Have what you this guys looks seen like, it? but I have not. It yet. is breathtaking. Ten yeah. minutes of it. The shots in this movie, if you're a director or a cinematographer, yeah, the mountains. It's mind blowing to me. And I mean, I, it, I feel it's, like that was a, a very obvious note at like, you know, to be cliche, but like the insignificance of any one person, right? When right. they would span out, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they're you're just one tiny little person in this yeah. vast, beautiful world. I thought that was. Kind I'm of surprised an I haven't. I. Tim mentioned the movie to me prior to coming on the show with you guys because you guys were going to talk about it. I saw it on the, my Netflix feed, but I hadn't seen a trailer for it. I'm surprised I didn't see any marketing before literally maybe this weekend. Right. Either so, did I. It's that whole weird Netflix thing. Sometimes Netflix, I think, just does that. They'll come yeah. out with something that I didn't even – that no one really knows. I, knows. I'm very curious And then curious dog about in the it. title, and I didn't even want to watch them. I'm like – I don't want to watch a dog movie. <laughs> I really thought that's yeah. what it was. I was like, ah. how many times can you do a dog? Movie? Yeah, yeah exactly. I think sometimes if it gets enough buzz, Kinda they want to spread it. it out, and they don't even push it. They go, oh, this is there's It'll so build many on people itself. watching this. Right. Yeah, they got the the data. So that's a true. lot of times you have to go on to search, type in the name to find it because mm-hmm. they're hiding it. I had to do that with uh, the harder they fall. When it came out, it yeah. wasn't. It didn't pop up right away. I'd actually search oh, interesting. for it. Hmm. Another really good movie. Also yeah. one of my favorites this year. One. Yeah. This is very yeah. different, though, because this is very... It's a very I, different western. And I like that. That was a western. I'm, not that I don't watch westerns, but... Totally uh, different films, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... Okay, whole different. That was... Uh, it's probably more along the lines of, like, older westerns from, like, like 50s, 60s. Hard, harder mm-hmm. They Fall? No, um, Power, Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. Because, okay. like, those didn't have a lot of action, I mean, compared to right, Harder right. They Fall, which is, like, Tarantino... You yeah, know, this reminded, me, this reminded me of, like, if the Coen brothers wanted to do a movie and try to get it to win an award. Hmm. To me. It had a little Coen brothers writing in it. it yeah, I mean, it felt a little... What What is that? What is that uh, like No mean? Country for Old Men style? Hmm. Kind of. I mean... Like super dry. I mean, the... the you it know, is very dry. It, yeah, you don't want to give it away. Give, I don't want to give it away, but I mean, this movie is not just some beautiful-looking cowboy movie. No, it no. has a definite punch. It definitely has a punch at the end of this movie. I think so. Yeah, and and not that you'd expect. I guess. Yeah, you're not. Ex- this is like just but enjoy it. Don't try to. Parts of it you do. It's not like it's completely like. You do feel that ominous feeling almost immediately. You just know that. This super powerful character of Phil, the is, banjo he's, man, he's, he's just he's just you know butting heads with a lot of people. He plays a very abrasive character. He, mm-hmm. he was so abrasive that I almost turned it off. Yes, like yes. I don't know if I want to watch a guy right. just beat the shit out of people. That's what I thought. Because, I thought it was going to get super violent. It felt so. Right. That's tense. what I thought. I was like, nah. I don't and his brother kind of just goes along with him and just okay, he's going to get the work done. I'm just going to take whatever he's going to do here and try to. Just let him be, and he he just wants to you know find somebody 
which he does, and then there that creates another conflict. Right. Yeah, there's, because a, there's a lot Phil, of okay. it's like dualities. There's lots of dualities in this film. Right. It's just a crazy character development. Mm-hmm. With right. uh, so you recommend it? I do highly recommend. I mean, I say it's the best movie I've seen this year. I'm trying to think of yeah. what Most, I could. What 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 have I watched that's how was the story aside from the acting and because the performances are pretty good? Really, really. I mean, the story has to be without explaining it. Do you feel it was in very interesting? A good part of why it's a good movie, or do yeah, you think the performances it, take it away? I, I, I think, think it was part of the story because, and I'm sorry, Don, I totally ahead. interrupted you, but it wasn't. Um, it didn't feel Hollywood. It wasn't okay. like some okay. obvious twists and like a big climax that okay. you could see coming anyway, but they right. did it because that's the movie formula. It mm-hmm. didn't follow a formula. Okay. That's what I liked about it. Okay, yeah. cool. The story, okay. it, it's got that it's got that mystery to yeah. it where you know there's some weird tension and you know that maybe there's going to be a conflict that's come to come to a head at some point, but you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, you, and you're, yeah. You're, you're kind of because I trying to figure it out. I, like Bill, I'm not big into Westerns either, and I think it's because, to me, you know the 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 um, predictable stories right. of westerns, they and you mentioned an the arc. tropes and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it gets old to me. It, There's none of that. So I, it, it, yeah. to know that there it is seems no more shootout where me. someone ends up in the middle of right. the alley outside of the saloon. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, is there a gun in this movie? Hmm. Good oh, point. I don't even okay. think there is. I don't think there's even a gun in this oh, movie. Oh, wow. Okay. So now I'm really intrigued. Right. Yeah. It's, okay. It's not your your typical western. Okay. For sure. Okay. Cool. Cows, horses. Because of the story. <laughs> not, a lot of, not a lot of riding horses. Braiding right? rope. A little, or a little bit. You know, yeah. cattle. Right. But. Beautiful scenery and, and character story. Yeah. 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 So I'm just thinking the word western doesn't do it justice. It's got to like I mean, like be some other like word for it. Right. Like location, you saw, you saw Harder, harder, you, harder yes, They Fall. Yes, I did. And, and Tim saw that as well. You know, contrast those That's two. That's more of a Western. That's, That's more, like, more of a you've very... gunfighting. That was like Western, Western very meets classic story. Tarantino. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like Spaghetti Western meets exploitation. Right. With Harder They Fall. I, is like Power of the Dog like more along the lines of like an anti-Western? Where like it's a Western, but it doesn't follow conventional yes. right. Western. Very I, much so. Very the only much thing, so. I mean, oh. the only reason you'd say it's Western is because it's like it takes place on a the range yes. in Montana in 1925. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's set in a you Western. Could probably, you could change it. Completely. You could probably change the 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 time, the time, the location. You could put it in a city, probably, if you were a creative writer and come up with Still probably modern. different. You different, could do a modern adaptation of right, this story. You could, you'd have to change the way things work, but you could change their careers and and have it end up the same. You way. could have made it even older. You know. Yeah. Mm. You could look. Cool, 1600s. But okay. where it's set being that beautiful, and then it made it like... Yeah, shot in uh, New Zealand instead of... It was shot in New Zealand, just so you know. Mm. It's not Montana. Mm. So, oh, interesting. That's you know, it's probably uh, easier to make New Zealand look... Gorgeous. Gorgeous. I mean, <laughs> it's beautiful. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, very, very cool. Plus, plus, they might have the movie infrastructure that Oklahoma doesn't. You know, right? 
There's well, a lot of places Montana. you don't shoot Montana. because of that. I'm always amazed at how many movies are made in Georgia. You'll see that at the mm. end. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. So much. Yeah. I mean, there's... Even, like, New Mexico is becoming big yeah. in the film. Is it just because they're, like, really uh, favorable to the crews? Well, and it's, it's like, it's tax stuff. Yeah, 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 like, taxes. tax breaks. And, and I remember yeah. I lived in Colorado while they were shooting The Hateful Eight. Ooh. And they got, like, there was a kind of a little mini uproar or whatever that I read about because people were pissed that even the stuff that was shot, that takes place in Colorado in the film, none of it was shot in Colorado. And they <laughs> tried. They, like, tried to bid for, for the location. But that is. It's, like, whether how favorable it is to tax breaks and, and you know, that I mean, kind those of stuff. movies are about the same, right? Hateful Eight and this movie, about the same year. Oh, I was like, they are not at all <laughs> the same. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it, it's shocking how different they are. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. both supposed they're to be in the, the same, same setting. Hateful, Hateful Eight might be a little bit older. I think Hateful Eight's right after the Civil War. Right, late 1800s, yeah. I think. Yeah. Early okay. 1900s. Because there's no cars. Oh, right. Yeah, there's one car in here. This is like. 20s. But still. Like the car is like brand new yeah. around that point. Okay. Yeah, that's what this was, basically. There was only one car. Looked like right. only one person had a car in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Amazing, though. Benedict Cumberbatch, he's just really, he's such a good actor. Yeah, I, like I another... said, this was a, a good piece of craft for him. Yeah, actually, in the beginning of it, I was going, am was I going to... one? I didn't just see Doctor Strange one. at all. I didn't yeah. see... Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, no, Doctor Strange. Also, it he's in that, that new... There's an Amazon Prime movie. Um, I've been trying to get you guys to watch The Electrical Life of... Louis Wan or Wayne. I'm going to watch that tonight. Where he plays an eccentric artist who kind of, uh, in London, that uh, sort of inspires and maybe changes people's perspectives on cats, believe it or not. Um, and the the difference between the, him as Phil Burbank in The Power of the Dog and in that one is just amazing. I mean, you would not right. know it's the same guy. Uh, yeah, and it's another really, really good. I mean, I would say watch that movie specifically for his performance in there as well. Hmm. Really, really. Well, good. Benedict can do a lot. I mean, he does the uh, he does a lot of like of the CGI, not CGI, but like the motion the motion capture stuff. Like he can manipulate his face in ways that a oh, lot really? of other actors can. The, right. Dragon in the Hobbit. Yeah, in the Hobbit films, he played like the the smog, right? Oh, smog. Yeah. 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 You see yeah. like the behind the scenes footage. He's like actually oh. like crawling yeah. and like really stretching oh, his face yeah. out. Yeah. He is a talented dude. I actually oh, cool. the He's first the thing I ever saw him in was in Star Trek Into Darkness when he played Khan. Oh uh, yeah. in, in the new oh, ones. Yeah. I, Forget about that. I wow. like those movies and I at the time when I saw that and I saw his performance, I knew like he was I mean, I don't know how big he was before, I just didn't remember. I, I was, he was younger. Doing Sherlock at that point too. Okay. So he was big okay. over in Britain. And in yeah. I'm like he's like this is like he's a menace. You know, he's kind of a force on the screen. Yeah. And like I kinda you can kinda tell like if like when someone like an up and coming actor or someone who hasn't done anything huge yet when they do that one thing you're like okay yeah. we're gonna see them now for right. quite a while yeah. yeah so it was cool i just saw him in uh something called the courier mm. so, oh, great yeah. movie yeah it's a, a series i don't think we ever talked about that no it was a movie oh was it okay yeah. okay <laughs> sorry maybe i just watched it in two different days or something <laughs> uh cold war spy grenville win uh, oh, and a russian source right. so he has to yeah. uh it's like a real help story. with the cuban missile crisis by helping a Russian spy uh, move information. And so he's a businessman. He goes over there and just, you know, bringing U- U.S. businesses to Russia and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so nobody would suspect him. 
and yet he will take pictures of the information, slip it into his suitcase. And that was a true story, yeah. Right, true story. He actually helped uh, prevent the Cuban Missile Mm -hmm. Crisis by the intelligence that he brought over. Sure. Again, just and that just came out in uh, 2020. So no doubt uh, he's going to win something. Cumberbatch, he's he's very talented. Cumberbatch. 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 Okay. Robot. Robot. Sometimes has. What am I missing? We're we're getting towards the the end where you can start throwing stuff in that I'm missing, Don. There's lots of stuff you wanted to talk about. Oh, no, not really. I mean, um, (laughs) I haven't really watched that much. Has anybody else seen Invasion? Fantastic. Uh, My parents watch it a lot. Mm. They actually talk to me about it. They loved it. I think I might have seen the last one. Okay, let's skip that. Okay, we'll skip that. (laughs) We'll wait till the. We'll wait for the. My uh, parents watch it. It's not a good plug. (laughs) How about other other stuff? That that you guys have seen, or um, did you see things like? Here's some things that I've watched recently, like Cowboy Bebop. Do you guys see that at all? Eh. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. How about Dune? Yes. Thoughts yeah. on Dune? Many thoughts. Yeah, we have on a, Dune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's hear yeah. some thoughts because yeah. uh, Kelly and I love yeah. it. Don loves it. Mm-hmm. Bill, you, you can't see it. Now, uh, they took it off of HBO, I think. They did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're releasing the DVD soon, and I think they're going to re-release it in IMAX. You did say you love it, right? I do. I okay. mean, yeah, I think they're re-releasing can, I could it critique it. It's not like oh, a, okay. it's maybe not I'm, perfect, but... Maybe somebody else. Mm. No, I love it. Okay. I, I love it, for sure. Tim and Nick, what are, you, what are your some, some thoughts on Dune? I, uh, I actually read it. I started reading the book before the movie came out. Um, cause I just love, like I, so I'm a big Denis fan. I, okay. I love yeah. everything he does. And so when I knew, when I found he was going to do the, the, the movie, um, and I love sci-fi, I was like, I really want to read the book. And mm-hmm. I've never really done that before where movies that are uh, based off of books, read the book first. Mm. I've always been the movie guy. I just like, yeah. oh, I'll wait yeah. for the movie. But I really wanted to read the book. Just see if I can get like a sense of the world and kind of compare the book. Uh, have you guys any? Have you ever nope. read it or anything? Absolutely. The not. book's very dense with information sure. to the point where, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the book, there's actually a glossary that the author put in of made up stuff, made oh, up sure. terms, so that you know what he's talking about. Wow. And I had to refer to that quite a bit. And the book is just has a lot of information of that world, and um, it's very, very dense. And so there's there's a couple pages where I I'm reading and I'm like, I don't know what I'm reading. <laughs> like it's just right. you know. Wow. Let me let me try that again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it made me nervous. Because I'm like, I you mean, have how, to gloss over some how, stuff. Yeah, and and you know, how's it going to be with the movie? When I saw the film, it actually cleared up a lot of the things I was questioning. Like, it's like it, it gave it a visual um, point of reference for me. So, like when I read the book, there's certain stuff in like in some of the chapters where I'm like, I don't really understand what's going on, and then I see it, and I'm like, oh. Now I get it. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. the whole scene, I'll tell you one for sure that was a very hard read. Maybe it's just me. I'm not a good reader, maybe, but the scene with uh, Baron and the Duke at the dinner table. Mm. In the book, when I was reading that scene, like it's not as thrilling and scary as it was in the movie. And when I saw it, I was like, this is awesome. Like I loved it. Yeah. And I, my only big critique with the film actually. I wish it was rated R because, in my opinion, the the Baron was one of the most menacing villains I've oh, seen in a movie. He made me like physically cringe. Yeah, I mean, right? I loved it, and I was like, if this was rated R, the things that we could see him do to make yeah. it even scarier could be really cool. That being said, I still loved it. I mean, I thought I thought they still did a great job. So, in the original Dune, did uh, you see the he, original Dune? I didn't. I wanted to see it too, but I just David Lynch's. Yeah, I wanted to see Lynch's, but. 
Yeah. Blood, that the the Baron was so gross, it was hard to watch. <laughs> he had all these little bumps on him and crap, and he was like slimy and oh, God. Well, like their, they, their whole people was like incest. Like it looks like incest. It looked oh, like it, yeah. Okay. He all was right. like, he was, wasn't he like sucking he blood like, out of a chest? Oh, God. The, yes. the best oh, villain. God. By best, I mean worst. Like, I mean so, just. Yeah, so, so gross, staying. hard to watch. So I, I like the newer version was a little easier to watch. He's still gross, but uh, a little bit, a little bit better. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the second one. I mean, oh yeah, obviously. I liked the yeah, story more than I up. thought. Have I you would. read the book more than the movie was? I, it's funny you say that because when the the first book is separated into parts, right? So I I didn't get a chance to finish the entire book, and I was like, oh man, I'm gonna, you know, I'm like, whatever. I really want to see this movie. Believe it or not, I finished the first part of the book, and the movie is the first part of book one. So okay. I actually read so up right until on, the end. I got track. right there. So I was like, oh, great. I can go back home and keep reading for the next part. Okay. Um, so because – and I like that they're doing that because, like I said, it's so much information. It's so dense with with story and character that it'll it'll give, like, Denis and the whole production time and, like – production value to really like bring the story to life in a right in the right way i'm glad to hear you say that it it kind of just one brought out the other that it wasn't you know there's nothing conflicting there's nothing like that you were like oh they didn't follow the book or Mm -hmm. that it you know it didn't make sense one way or the other yeah because i feel like you know other instances like this like lord of the rings if you've read the book you just know more about the universe you just understand the film deeper right i mean that's all you get out of it but dune felt like that i would read if I had more time, I would read that book. What about you, Tim? What are your thoughts on Dune? I really liked it. Um, as far as like other Denis movies, it wasn't my favorite. Okay. Um, I talked to you a little bit after I saw it. I said the beginning to me had a little pacing issues because mm. I was kind of getting like it was a little slow. A little sure. slow. I was getting sucked out of it up until yep. like the invasion, maybe when um, the Duke. Is, I think this is right, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah. He's kid or kidnapped or poisoned. Like that's when it, for me it started picking up. Yeah. Um. But I overall liked it. I saw it over in Dolby, I think, at AMC. Mm. So oh, nice. It was it was worth seeing it on biggest screen possible. Right. It's um, a beautiful film too. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Me too. Great sound. I, I love def- that surrealistic and big, music. Cool action. Yeah. The music yeah. I think was another actor in the movie. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. It really added a lot to it. But I was I, again. I was talking to you about Denis. Is like the character characteristic of his films. Yeah, and it's so cool seeing him go from like smaller films like Prisoners or Enemy. To now these bigger scale like Blade Runner and Dune, and he's still like he's still doing so good it. with them. Yeah, yeah, he knows how to make a good movie. He's like so. I compared him and Christopher Nolan. They both are on the same level of making mm. big blockbusters, but I think Denis doing it a little better because he mm. hasn't really sacrificed his artistic vision. Where mm. I think Nolan's still doing his own style, but it's like he knows how to like he made the Batman movies, right? So sure, like he's selling. You can a, commercialize a it yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that would be my criticism of of this first one was a little bit a, a little bit slow, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it, pretty long. I mean, if you really love it, you know, somebody probably would enjoy you know something that's drawn out like that. But if you're not a big fan of yeah, it, yeah, maybe you know, the first forty five minutes could have been condensed a smidge, tightened up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything else I'm missing, Don? Uh, let's see. What else? What are, we, are you guys excited for anything? You got anything uh, you're thinking about? Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The new one. Mm. The yeah. The new... Uh, Tom Holland. Tommy Boy. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, I've got some Love questions from Philip Duke for these gentlemen here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we looked at about Nick, that. Okay. I hope you're doing well with your trip. First of all, what is your first go-to Christmas movie that you are going to put mm, on? Good question for right now. You go first. Thinking. Oh, you're thinking? thinking. Uh, Krampus. For Krampus. me. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Elf. Oh, I just, I just watched I loved it for the first time. No, no, I just oh, okay, okay. But, but, but we did like watch oh, yeah, yeah. But did gotcha. like watch it downstairs, like mm-hmm. in a cinema experience. Yeah. You know? Oh wow, quite it's good. so good. It's a yeah. classic. Yeah. Yeah, they actually have on Netflix. Have you guys seen on Netflix the yes. the movies that the made, us? made us? Yeah. I was just gonna say that that yeah. one on Elf is very good. It's very good. I like it a How lot. How close it be, like came to not happening? Yes, <laughs> I love seeing all that. He had to keep it. Keep his vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they John Favreau like is just six mm-hmm. things that he wanted the movie to, yeah. you know, be, and he had to keep that. I'm glad he stuck to thing. it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's Love really that extra worth insight that. you get from watching that stuff. Yeah, loved it. Now he also asked, okay, Tim, what's your go-to movie? I'd probably go either Krampus or Black Christmas. <laughs> oh, I don't watch like typical Christmas movies. Okay, <laughs> all right. Krampus is great. Krampus is great. The original Black, <laughs> Black Christmas is great. Black Christmas. What's what is that one? That's more a little slasher. It's a slasher from, okay. Yeah. From the director of a Christmas Christmas story. You know. Mm-hmm. Same guy that did that movie. I didn't know that. Nice. Okay. And then he asks uh, recommendations of movies he should see. Uh, I wasn't in a movie, but you were recommending maybe a series earlier. On the Netflix one? Yeah. Uh, True Story. True Story. Yeah, yeah. That was Kevin a good, Hart. good suspenseful kind of thriller not horror but you know just like real life sort of yeah i'm i saw it so yeah. i'm glad to hear your opinion on it yeah. oh, it's worth watching okay yeah. how about you tim uh something movie maybe you've seen lately uh probably a movie i saw recently that no one saw was lamb it was fantastic oh, did you see it i saw it yeah oh, okay i saw it i'd recommend it yeah okay very good man i mean that dir- it just it, it seems was so, so creepy. strange yeah. to me but uh, just, just like the early shots of just like <laughs> a pen full of of lambs and just just <laughs> them all looking at the camera. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they got, you know, someone to just have all these animals <laughs> look at the camera. So mm-hmm. creepy. It's Fuck, a, it's man, a very cool. good atmospheric <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's horror very film. Good. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Okay. okay. Yeah, uh, yeah what other questions? Um, Let's see. What is it? What's he talking about? Yep. Kelly, congrats on your new baby. By Aww. the way, you should check out the paperback of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, written by Quentin Tarantino. Ooh, yeah, you absolutely. Like to read some of this. I think he just I released a, a hardcover edition of it too. Oh. There was a paperback, and then he re-released it. Awesome. More money to me. He says, "Right, <laughs> Bill, I'm with you. I like Spielberg as a director. Uh, always liked him. In fact, I got a little tattoo from him uh, of." A friend of mine in Michigan of the silhouette of Elliot on the bike with E.T. Ooh, that's so cool. That. Well, that'd be a good tattoo. Right? And I thought of you guys, tattoo. thought of you as a little mini Spielberg, because one of his first yeah. movies was a real short sci-fi, and I tried to look it up. Duel? No. No, no, that, Is that, that a was number? That's, that's this like his was first movie. The one that was like a number was like right. 376 or yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And it was just a, a short and that's how he, that was what kicked him off and got him started mm-hmm. way back when. So maybe sushi will be your <laughs> future yeah. Spielberg. Yeah, my yeah. advice is you have so much time. Yeah. You have no idea how much time you have. You're so young. <laughs> you, I mean, you know, you can do anything. I mean, so 
Time your, flies. At, at your, it, it flies, but don't drag you, your feet. You're at the time now. Just do what Take you want to do. Right. I mean, right. Do what do you want to do. do. Gosh, yeah. that is pure advice right there. Yeah. Good. For at least it. at least struggle for twenty, <laughs> and yeah. then don't don't give in anytime you, soon. Yeah, don't give in. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You'll regret any years that you give in and do something you don't want to do. That's exactly. for sure. Exactly. I wanted to ask Nick just one more thing about sushi. Now, when you yeah. did that, you so you're doing the cinematography and yeah. Tim's doing the director. Yeah. Okay. So what what angle or what something different that you brought to it that uh, maybe gave it a different look or something? We and uh, a lot of the scenes we. Uh, that we that we filmed we tried to actually do longer takes so instead of having multiple cuts we did it for two reasons we wanted to do long takes because we actually felt it added more tension between the like the the two characters again they're estranged friends and so they you know kind of trying to figure out where their relationship is as or their friendship is so the long take kind of helps like keep that constant tension without breaking to a reaction right away or something and then also logistically it kind of was easier because then we didn't have to worry about time constraints on a location we you know reset up the lights and stuff like that sure. Sure. um but yeah so when we were like because prior to shooting we would meet uh, over zoom um a couple days a week at least once a week and talk about the shot list so we would go through every scene and figure out exactly what part of that uh, in the scene would do would be this kind of shot or that kind of shot do so, you storyboard it we talked about it. Um, it was easier to do a list and just kind of right, right. And, and just break the script down that way because I, neither of us are artists in that right. sense. So uh, <laughs> it's just easier to kind of write it in. But we for for upcoming projects that Tim has and that I have, I we want to get into more storyboarding. I personally am just more visual, so it'd be a lot easier for me to see it mm-hmm. and then just have yeah. like little notes on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, but the shot list, the shot list helps tremendously when you're on set working because right. you just Checking have it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like I think it all came down from the big crucial scene in the film. We talked about doing it as a one take because mm-hmm. we felt we don't that wanna, was from the beginning. We that was from the beginning because we didn't yeah. want to cut around it because we felt it's just going to break up the performance. And to me, at least to me as the director, I'm just like, that's going to ruin watching it for me. I'd rather just see it all play out and see these two, not even characters, these two people, just how they're interacting and what's mm-hmm. going on in their mind. Um, and then it just ended up being, let's just do it for the rest of the film. We yeah. have a lot more shots that can be combined. Combined. Yeah. Even in the boutique store, we yeah. talked about, we were limited heavily on time. We went from 20 shots to like seven or eight. Yeah. We had really condensing. Mm-hmm. I've always thought like too like my philosophy on that it with like in editing is like if you don't have to cut to a reaction shot or or anything then don't do it it just it's better to keep your focus on whatever the perspective or point of view is for the audience of whatever's happening on scene so whatever you want the audience to see through a character a certain perspective just leave it there and unless the reaction shot of the other characters or the wide shot to show something else is very important then just keep it where it is there's no you don't don't right. do more than you don't need to it. yeah it can get a little hectic it can get confusing for the audience sometimes um well, it the, can just be unnecessary and the best rule for editing is the best editors know when not to cut yeah right right yeah. so if you, i know you're a michael bay fan he likes to cut. He likes to cut. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, Taken 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, have, you guys, have you guys seen Taken? Taken 2, the Taken movies? The oh, fence, yeah. The fence yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's that scene. It's like 15 
at 15 cuts in probably what two 14, seconds 14 seconds is it or, 14 no, i'm talking oh, no, no, no. there's it's, that it's 15 cuts in three seconds yeah i mean it's just wow like, that's worth or my favorite, i mean it's, you'll, you'll throw up or my yeah. favorite <laughs> my favorite film mile 22 yeah 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 so yeah it's if, if who, you can keep who it did there 1914 the movie 1917 1917 uh, sam mendes Oh, okay. Because then that is kind of famous for that yeah. really long take. Yeah, it's one, the whole movie is whole one movie. shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's they actually they cut it, yeah. they cut it but it, technically it looks like one camera. It's the same mm-hmm. thing with uh, Birdman. Birdman came out a few years ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, that was our approach to to that, which was kind of fun. You know, I was thinking about Tim as a director, comparing it to the world of uh, building houses. You get a contractor, and that contractor's got your carpenters, your plumbers, your electrician. So I think the most important is the carpenter who builds the infrastructure. To me, that's cinematography. But as the director, it's almost like you're you in, you've got to talk to the actors. You general to, contractor, right? You are the general the contractor of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just that. Just well, when I work with Nick too, so it's like me and him work out how the shots look, and then on set he should know. Should know, right? Right. Yeah. You should know what we're gonna do, so yeah. I can focus on talking to the actors and getting yeah. their performances. Yeah. So. Pre-production is when you get all that figured out, and which I do think we did a good job. We did. In sushi. We did. We yeah. Started in June, mm-hmm. or Alex, I think, sent me the script in May, and then we were rewriting it for a bit, and then I think June and July was where we really started. Yeah, and then we shot at the end of August. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, that's fascinating. Half I learned a year, a lot. basically. Yeah, it's yeah. So, I mean, and it's still the, going on, right? And then that new script that I was now writing, the idea came from location scouting sushi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, really? So the idea came, and then once sushi wrapped, we started writing it. Cool. Yeah. Well, I can't Exciting wait stuff. to see all of your yeah. future projects. Thank Great. you. Can't yeah. wait to share them. Yeah, hopefully we can. Hopefully you can send us a copy whenever. Absolutely. We view it in here, and we'll yeah, we'll, we'll have, review it we'll like a, live on the air. Please, right? please, once you can do, please that. trash it. Yeah. Please destroy it. There's but, no such thing as bad press. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thanks so much for visiting. Yeah, gosh, it was such a pleasure to have you guys. Oh, yeah. Thank this you, guys. Thanks for having us. It's yeah. Always fun coming out here. Yeah. Stop by. You, I mean, don't you know somebody in Milwaukee? My brother you? lives here. We actually just stopped by his mm. place. I had to drop so, some things off for him. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Just yeah. a little bit of a drive to say just stop by. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're by him. If you're in the neighborhood. Yeah. I would. I would love. Anytime you guys are willing to have me, please just let me know call me text me anything i will come yeah, talk or, movies all or, day or you know text when you're there you uh, go. oh my goodness yeah <laughs> nice don's bringing some gifts for oh, you guys I, oh you guys didn't have That's to do that name. thank you there so you much oh, thank you thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys thank this you. is awesome thank you so much <laughs> you there guys you are go. great another right, let's do it again soon. another uh that's a show that's, that's a show, show. hey yeah. Yay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think it would ever really happen, but it did. <laughs> yeah, it, it's tough. It's tough getting uh, scheduling, trying to work on getting getting us four together. <laughs> I didn't expect uh, you know, right? It's tough enough to actually get six people in here. But nice job, Dave. Fun. Yeah. All right. He's our director. Well, till next deal. time. Right. Till next time. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. See you, boys. Over and out. That's a wrap. Later. <laughs>